Oh, Rules on fire. Today's a culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good, uh, what is it, Thursday? Thursday morning? Been kind of chasing my tail here the last couple of days. Steve Deck's still here working like a fool. We're doing a lot of rewiring up at Sky High. I mean, he's just a, he's just one of those pig pins. He just kind of spins, dirt flies off of him everywhere. Stuff gets done. Grateful for Steve and time that he's given us. He's getting ready to go. Uh, we're all getting uh, kind of pumped up. That's not the right word. We're preparing for for the event this weekend, and then we had something uh, uh, crazy, unbelievable that I want want to share with you. We're getting lightning around here. Maybe my pond, will, maybe the pond will fill up. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Judd Ayers, you guys don't know Judah. Judah, but <clears throat> uh, Judah's been working behind the scenes to uh, to bring another speaker to our event here in in um, Cincinnati coming up this weekend. Can you pull that up here, Spence? And we got it. We got him. And I don't even. I don't. I don't even know how to get word out to everybody that we got. We got another speaker. Now look. Here's. I want to. I want to say this to all of you out there. You ought to. Everybody. Everybody here ought to purchase the live stream. Can I tell you why? Let, let me give you a good. Let me. Let me tell you why. When you purchase the live stream, it's nineteen bucks. Purchase the live stream. You'll have it for. I haven't spoken to Jared, but at least thirty days. You'll have access to it for thirty days. And what you're going to be able to do uh, is you're going to be able to invite people over if you want to. Look, I don't care if you take it, the live stream. and after, I don't care if you share it with other people. I'm not worried about us getting ripped off. We're about getting the information out there, folks. We want the information in people's hands. So uh, you're going to have access to the whole thing. And you could, you know what you could do? You could, at your house, invite some neighbors over. And on one night, you watched Tom Renz. And Tom Renz is going to explain to everybody what's going on. Rather than you trying to do it, or you sending them a link, invite them over. Say, come over and look at it. And then after you show them Tom Renz, then the next time you invite them over, you show them Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. You'll have that. You'll have a copy of that thing in your arsenal that you can send to other people that they're going to hear from others that you hear from. And maybe they'll realize you're not crazy because we're in an information war for sure. And those of us who know the truth, we have got to figure out a way to get the truth out. And he said, so for 19 bucks, you can have the, folks, we, look, we have expenses, okay? I'd love to give it to everybody free. I don't care if you purchase it and share it with 100 people. I don't care. We just have to meet, meet our expenses on it. So once you, once you you get it, it's going to be one of those things that's over. You're going to say, gone." I said, wow. So anyway, uh, Friday night, we're going to have Tom Renz. And Tom Renz is going to talk about legal issues. And there's going to be an hour presentation and an hour question and answers. You'll be able to look him right in the eye and ask him. Now, not if that's, that's if you come there. If, of course, you can't look him in the eye on the, on the live stream, but that'll be available. Then after Tom, I'm going to talk about an, a guest that we just got. I'll, I'm going to pull that up here in a second. Ivan Raikland's going to be in there. He said, who? I'm, I'll show you here in a second. So Tom Renz and Ivan on Friday night, and it's going to be legal things. You can, for $19, you can get the, you can get it, and you can go back and show people, wow, look at this, look at this. I don't care who you share it with. And Saturday morning, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is going to kick us off on Saturday morning, and she's going to do an hour presentation, an hour question and answers. And if you're there, you get to eyeball to eyeball, talk to her. But if you're not, you still have the information that you can share with others. After Sherry Tenpenny's done, then we're going to have, uh, I think the next one's going to, in the afternoon, we're going to have the resistance chicks, and we're going to have Dr. Carrie Made, 
And it's the exact same thing. They're each going to make a presentation, have a question and answer. Folks, look, you've been watching this long enough to know that I just don't want people to come together and get their skulls full of must filled with more information. We already have that information. What are we going to do? That's where we are heading. What is it we are going to do? What are you going to do about it now? Okay, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Okay, my sister took the jab. What am I going to do, Sherry? Where is this gone? And same thing with, with Carrie Mate. They're going to say, okay, you've done this. Here's maybe what you could do so that you have act. First of all, we've got to get the word out so people understand that there's going to be another wave of it come. Don't fall for it again. All right. Okay, I'm hearing it's raining again. I can hear that in my multi-million dollar studio here. So here's the caveat, the new, uh, here's the, okay, hang on. Well, we got that on the screen because a lot of people have said, Coach, I had trouble. I can't figure it out. So you go to Coach Dave Live, check on events, check on Kentucky Huddle. Even though it's in Cincinnati, we call it Kentucky. That's a long story to that. Those are the speakers. Scroll on down then if you would, Mr. Producer. Sorry, folks. I just got to do this here at the beginning. Lord, just bless our time together here, Lord Jesus. Uh, Guide us into all truth in Jesus' name. Amen. So there, stop right there. If you see, it says click here for tickets to the Kentucky Huddle live stream. You see that? If you don't click on that, you're not going to find the live stream. Okay, go back a page if you can, John. Or is it Spencer? I'm sorry. So if you don't want the live stream, then get that off your screen and go to the If you want to buy a ticket to be there, okay? You with me? Everybody understand? It's easy. It's easy to do. Buy tickets here. Go click on the live stream, the red banner live stream. That's how you you purchase the live stream. And then we send you a code. You log in. You can have it. You've purchased it. You can watch it. You can watch it at your leisure. You can show it to your husband when he gets home. You can show it to your kids when they come over. You can share it with your prayer group at church. You can share it. With, we don't, I don't care what you do. We've got to get the information out, okay? So that, that's how you do that. Now, here is the addition that I'm – maybe Jude is out there. He can help us with it a little bit. Pull up for me if you can, Mr. Producer. Pull up Ivan. Raikland, it's the first thing I have. Ivan Raikland, who, by the way, was just the other night. Not that one. Not that one. Wait a minute. Is that Ivan with Tucker? He was on with Tucker just the other night. He was just on the other night. And Ivan got a hold of us and said, hey, I've produced a video that I want everybody to see, and I will come at my own expense to be part of this event. Now, I'm going to show you. This is three minutes and 51 seconds. This is Tucker interviewing Ivan Raikland. Last week, and Ivan Raikland is coming Saturday, Saturday night. Go ahead, play that real quickly. Every major government agency at your expense publishes hundreds of pages of guidelines that promote absurd anti-white woke propaganda. Wall Street Journal just obtained documents from NASA which warned of something called micro-inequities. They also learned the Department of Veterans Affairs has a, quote, gender gingerbread person. It's also depressing if you think about it. It's one thing if it's happening at the Small Business Association. But if it's happening at the Pentagon, it's a huge problem. And it is. The Army now advises soldiers not to have any, quote, discomfort sharing with a female who has male genitalia. Really? So some dude's going to get in the shower with you pretending to be a girl, and if you don't like it, you're the weirdo. So a lot of soldiers are just leaving over all of this. Ivan Reiklin is one of them. He served 25 years as both lieutenant colonel and a Green Beret. But the moment the Pentagon started promoting vax mandates and equity training, he left. He retired. Now, we asked him about that decision, a very sad decision, from his point of view, in a brand new episode of Tucker Carlson today. Here's part of the conversation. We've gone away from the focus of fighting and winning our nation's wars and defending the Constitution. If we get back to that, I think we'll be in a better position to start to repel from foreign adversaries, which I kind of pivoted and talked about. Namely, you know, obviously, the biggest one is China. Uh, also, Russia is helping and advise, I would, I would argue, to make sure it expedites our demise. Our okay, you can pull that off. Right I just want you to know that this is, this, this is a real dude. And by the way, he hasn't been able to get back to me because he's been sitting in on January 6th trials in Washington, D.C. 
He's an attorney. He ain't no flunky. And I think I think uh, Judah just put in the chat his recent Substack that that Ivan has written that you can read up on. He is coming, and he's going to be with us on Saturday night. All kinds of information on his uh, folks. He's got all the good. He's got all the goods on J six. He got all the good. Judah, anything you want to add about it before I move on here? Because this, folks, all the information we've sent out, uh, Ivan has not been part of it. This has just broken loose literally in the last 48 hours. Anything to add, uh, Judd? Yeah, the only thing I can add is that um, uh, it will be a special moment, and uh, he will break down the legal uh, aspects of what's happening currently and give us marching orders as how to uh, communicate to people what is happening and uh, he'll be there to uh, support the J6ers as well. So it's going to be a pretty phenomenal night to be able to hear from the horse's mouth what's not being shown on TV. Pretty good. Uh, add on to the to our event, okay? Look, I don't want to I don't want to beat all of you up on on the event, but for for nineteen, but for twenty bucks, you'll have it and you can share. I, I'm going to say it again. I don't care if you purchase it for twenty dollars. I don't care how many people you share the code with. Okay, we're just trying to. We're just trying to have to pay for the live stream and all that kind of stuff. That's why we're charging 20 bucks. So uh, I'll quit hammering you over the head like I'm a car salesman here because I'm not. But it's uh, it's pretty – this is a good catch that we got here that, that, that he's able to come. Cool? Dave. Uh, yes. Real quick, we'll, he'll be Saturday evening, so we'll break for dinner, then come back for him. Is that how it is set up? We're going to start – we're starting at 6 o'clock, Rob, so it's going to go probably – uh, we're probably going to, hopefully you will have eaten, bring a snack with you. So it'll go probably six to six to eight with Tom Renz. And then Ivan's going to piggyback right on top of him. So it'll, oh, we on, may extend on, it an hour, maybe nine o'clock before we're done. It might be nine 30 before we're done on Saturday, on Friday night. And that's on Friday night. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. And hey, I'm sorry. Hey, coach. Uh, we'll, yes. Uh, if, uh, this is just something to add, um, Ivan's, uh, coordinator um had mentioned that uh we're allowed to promote him he said that uh the main thing is people getting the information out if there's any way you can add um maybe a picture to the uh, pdf of him um that way he can put it on his uh social media to get it out and then that way we can amplify the message um other people can see because he's got about 15 to twenty thousand people on his uh his uh, social media telegram. He'd like to Spencer, be Spencer, to... you listen to what he's saying here, Spencer. We have to get a little standalone thing that we can send out regarding Ivan that he can share. You got that, bud? Okay, right, we got it. We got it. We got it, Judd. All right. Um, look, I don't want to get bogged down on, okay? This is, folks, we are in an information war. Now, you, are you looking at me? They're going to try to do it to us again. They're going to try to do it to us again. And the more people that we can get the information to, the harder it's going to be for them to pull it off, okay? Boom. And, and also, Ivan is intricately involved with defending J6ers. He's got the goods. He knows what's going on, okay? Do you get it? He knows what's going on. And he's, he's, got, he's produced a video. I don't know if we – one of the things we're going to do is – preview the video if you guys want to stay there later on on Friday night to preview the video that he's movie video whatever anyway moving on all right Mel come on in there real quick go ahead yeah I just wanted to mention um, Liberty Action Network is going to have a table at the event and if you're a ministry leader or if you have information that you want to share um, bring that to the to the event and we can put that at the Liberty Action Network table and that's kind of part of my role is just connecting you know different people with different ministries so bring your business cards or if you've got flyers or anything just bring those and we can share those at my table we're building a team, folks. That's why we're doing this. We're, we're building a team. Look, most of you coming already have a lot of this information. It's the connections that we're going to make here, the connections. You understand? Kendra, come on in. You have to unmute yourself, Kendra. I don't know if you're on your phone or whether you're on a computer. There's a little, there's a little microphone that comes up. You have to tap that and unmute yourself. Keep going, Coach. Okay, right. keep going. We'll, we'll come back. Okay, while, she, while she's figuring that out, are you guys sitting back? I got this from uh, from Rob Pugh I want to uh, share with. 
with you. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan. I wrote about him today, in fact, called uh, When You Gonna Wake Up? When You Gonna Wake Up? Anybody remember Anybody remember Bob Dylan besides me? Huh? You, you do know that Bob when Dylan got saved. You know he got saved, right? Bob Dylan got saved. We all know that, right? But Bob Dylan was the voice of the, the hippie generation. Bob Dylan was the, he was the guy, right? He was the guy. Everybody's singing Bob Dylan's song. How many roads must a woman walk? Right? That's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Well, he wrote a song entitled, When You Gonna Wake Up. Now, I'm going to play this with the lyrics. And I want you to listen to these lyrics. And you ask me if we aren't back at Bob Dylan time, if it isn't happening to us again. Go ahead, go ahead and play that, Spence. When You Gonna Wake Up. God don't make promises he don't keep. You got some big dreams, baby, but in order to dream, you gotta still be asleep. When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? And strengthen the things that remain. He must be listening to Coach Dave live! Counterfeit philosophies have polluted all of your thoughts. Marks has got you by the throat, Henry Kissinger just got you tied up in knots. When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? And strengthen the things that remain. When you gonna wake up and strengthen the you things that remain? You're in city silence of fear. Unrighteous doctors dealing with drugs that'll never kill your ills. When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? And strengthen the things that remain. You got men who can't hold their peace and women who can't control their tongues. Seduce the poor and the old are seduced by the young. When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? Then strengthen the things that remain. So, 
money as if your life was worth its way to go. When you gonna wake up and strengthen the things that remain? What would that be? That'd be family, relationships, truth, church. Uh, you could go on and on and on and on. We still have a lot of stuff that we can work with, but we're gonna have to wake up and strengthen the things that remain. I don't know when this was written. Is that that's pretty profound, isn't it? That could have been written tomorrow, and it's and it's absolutely still right on. I I never smoked dope. Never had, never smoked one marijuana cigarette in my life. But listening to Bob Dylan's voice makes you want to. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I couldn't resist it. Anybody listens to that voice and thinks that's good music? I, I, when you get to wake up. <laughs> Amen. Sir, my friend, blowing in the wind. Yeah. Amen. Amen. When you got to wake up. So that's, that's what, that's what our event, that's what this show's about. That's what our event's about. When you going to, when you going to. When are you going to wake up? Come on. By the way, let me throw this. I'm going to bring you in here, George, real quickly. Uh, I haven't spoken much about the Trump thing. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to crystallize this for you very, very simply, okay? All they want is a mugshot of Donald Trump. That's all they want. That's all they want. If they can get a mugshot of Donald Trump standing, get a police mugshot with a number on top, that's all they want, and they will use that all throughout the election. You Tell me you get it, okay? Tell me you get it. It's not about a crime. It's not about any of that. They simply want a mugshot, all right? <laughs> so look at it from that perspective, and you'll understand exactly what's going on, all right? That's all, that's all this. Come on in, George. Thanks, Coach. Good morning. Um, if, okay, you said Bob Dylan found the Lord. If you sold your soul to the devil, can you still find the Lord? I watched that man flat out say he sold his soul to the devil, gave it to the rain man. The rain man is Satan. I'll put it in, I'll find it. I'll put it in the chat. You'll see it. There's a reason why that man wants you want to smoke dope and you hear that music. Uh, I believe the blood of Jesus Christ can buy back anything, brother. That's what I think. Amen. <laughs> yeah, look, listen, friends. Listen, this is this is so simple. It's so simple. Nobody sells their souls to the devil. <laughs> he already owns it. <laughs> Jesus buys That's it right. back for you, right? He buys it back for you. Huh? Yeah. Oh, In fact, you oh, can man. you can receive Christ, I believe, sell your soul to the devil, and still be redeemed. I, I believe that, right? Huh? So uh, Bob Dylan did a lot of bad, <laughs> a lot of bad. Uh, but Bob Dylan would tell you today it's under the blood. And anybody want to argue with that? Huh? I think it's under the blood. Jock, come on in. Amen. Lay off of him. He's saved. I believe. Hey, we get in real trouble when we try to judge somebody else's salvation. Be careful on that one. Jock, you trying to get in here, bud? You're right, Coach. Amen. Amen. Jack, come on in. Yeah, Coach, what you just said about the optics. Optics is optics is optics. That's why I harp on that. What we do things, well, you're not going to win. I don't care if we win. It's optics. And they play that game all the time. And we're too bloom and stupid. We think we got to win to be successful. The optics is a success. We can do it. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine the optics they would have of a Donald Trump mugshot? Can you imagine? That's why they don't have a mugshot of Hunter. <laughs> Hunter Biden, not you, not the, not our producer, Hunter. Okay, hang on. Let me let me move on here. Uh, where is it, Coach? What do you want to go to? I want to go to Bible justice. Bible justice. And then I'm going to crack it open here. We're going to go out a little bit. 
Justice is corrupt, folks. The Lord loves justice, uh, judgment, and justice. The Lord loves justice and judgment. The Lord loves justice and judgment. Equal justice. Equal justice. And I thought maybe it'd just be good for you today if you heard some Bible verses regarding justice. Because what we have in America today is unequal justice. Unequal justice. That can't work. When our motto is equal justice under the law, right? Isn't that what it says? Equal justice under the law. No one better than anyone else. Did you know that that came from the Lord? Huh? Did you know that? Scroll down here, Mr. Brother. <clears throat> let's, let's just go down through it. Number one, Ecclesiastes. <clears throat> said to my, I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. God's word is true. He is true. He's not a man who should lie. Hebrews 10.30, for we know him who is, who said it is mine to avenge, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Hosea 12, but you must return to your God, maintain love and justice, and wait for your God always. Job 12, he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. Nothing hidden that will not be revealed. When justice is done, listen to this, Proverbs 21. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evil doers. Oh my goodness. I want to go there. I want to go there real quick, Lord. Hang on, don't let me forget it. Proverbs 24 says, Whosoever says the guilty, you are innocent, will be cursed by peoples and denounced by nations but it will go well with those who convict the guilty and rich blessings will come on them. Anybody reading this but me? Anybody reading this but me? Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Matthew 5, you have heard that it was said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Meaning, don't take personal offense. But Amos 5, but let justice roll on like a river and righteousness like a never-failing stream. Folks, the gospel is no good without justice. Mm. Proverbs 37, turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the love loves, the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Do not amen. take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Isaiah 30 says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up and show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. People of Zion, who live in America, you will reap no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer. Why? He's gracious to the righteous. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord God is just. I just said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Repeating myself. Okay, I'm done. Do you, do you get it? Do you get it? Are you with me? The gospel's about justice. It's about justice. Somebody, the Bible says, we are taught in our faith, that the wages of sin is death. The price of sin requires death. The Bible says, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. So if you've committed sin, sorry, the penalty is death. You understand that? Any sin at all. The penalty is death. So God, in order to reconcile the world unto himself, God and men were separated because men were full of sin. And God said, Dad, gone. I made this rule. 
soul that sins, it's going to die. What the heck am I going to do? And so he turns to his son and says, hey, do me a favor, dude. Huh? You go down there and pay the price for him? Huh? Will you go down there and pay that fine for those guys? Hey, son, it's going to cost you your life. They're going to beat you. They're going to oh, they're going to spit on you. But look, I'm just. And I cannot forgive these people without somebody dying. Will you go do that? He says, uh, yeah. But in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did he say? Lord, if his father, if there's any other way, I don't, I don't do this. Take, take this. If there's any other way, let this cup pass before me. Because I don't deserve it. I lived a sinless, perfect life. I don't deserve it. Any other way that you can do this, Dad? And he said, what? Nevertheless, I will be done. Amen. He turned his face towards Calvary, and he went. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And when he hung on that cross, he paid the sin debt. He paid the sin fine for everyone, whosoever will. It's available to everybody. Not everybody's covered in the blood. Only those who choose to be covered in the blood. Only those who come and fall on their face, repent of their sins, then God stands up and says, okay, hey, I've, hey, hey, uh, judge, uh, I, I got it. I'll pay him his fine too. Put him on, put him on my tab, will you, judge? I'm, I'm, huh? All those sins he did, I'll, I'll pay it. I'll pay for it, all right? You get that, folks? And so the Lord loves justice so much. God loves justice and judgment so much that he sent his son to pay the price. We can, how many of you would do that? Are you kid? Right? That's the gospel, folks. And we wink and nod at, ju- at justice. We wink and nod at it. doesn't seem to matter. And we, we watch, as Bob Dylan said, we watch the lawbreakers, the lawbreakers become lawmakers. Huh? We call it hypocrites, don't they? Well, I think we need to restore the things that remain. That's what I think. Time for us to try to restore the things that are going to, that remain. When are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up? And so, that's one. <laughs> I hate to double back, but I, I got to get it through your head. That's why having <laughs> the live stream to be able to share with others. They want to hear it from you. Betty, they don't want to hear it from you anymore. They don't want to hear it from you, Susie. They, they don't want to hear it anymore. Let them hear it from Tom Renz. Let them hear it from Ivan. Let them hear it from Dr. Tenpenny. Let them hear it. It's all you can do. You can't make them believe it. So what? Lead a horse to water? You can't make him drink? All you can do is show them. Gene, come on in. I'm, I'm going to open it up. Yeah, to... just talking about the soul. Can you really sell your soul to the devil? Because in Ezekiel 18.4, God says, Behold, all souls belong to me. Mm. Both father and son are mine. The soul who sins is the one who will die. And, well, huh? so the devil's actually stealing it, isn't he, Gene? Yes. Huh? He's stealing what belongs to the Lord. And the Lord's just, and you ain't going to let it go on. Good word there, Gene. Dave Allison. Yeah, thanks for playing that, Dylan, this morning. Yeah, he definitely had a conversion. There's no doubt. And here's the thing people have to realize. Where Bob Dylan is today doesn't really matter. What he spoke was the truth. And see, this is a problem we have. There's a there's people standing by in the pulpit every Sunday as fake as a rake disseminating the word of God. That doesn't take away the truth of the, of the matter just because they're, they're where they're at, you know? And, and so even like, you know, it's brought up, you know, look at Ray Bolt, you know, he's as square as a $3 bill right now. That doesn't mean that everything he's saying didn't have some truth to it. If tomorrow morning we woke up, we found out that John Newton on his deathbed denounced the Lord. Will we stop singing amazing grace? No, because it's the truth of the song that we're looking at. Where Bob Dylan is, only God knows that. 
So, you know, we got to be careful. The you know, truth is still truth. And when we see it, we got to realize it. it doesn't really matter who disseminates it. It truth is truth. Amen. And Amen. are you going to believe it? <laughs> are you going to believe it? Because the Bible says if you know the truth, it'll make you free. But if you don't know it, which, by the way, I'm going to say, I don't know if this is going to work or not, Spencer. Uh, if you could pull up my Facebook page, because I've been in, I have been in about a three day bad mood. Can I tell you why? I'm going to see if I can find it here. Because I get on Facebook and I see these advertisements. Uh, it doesn't have to be on my page. Doesn't matter. Okay. I see these advertisements for church services. Please come to my church. You won't find it on my, I don't think you'll find it on my page. It's on the, it's on the general feed on Facebook. And all of a sudden you come back and there'll be some guy there and he's inviting you to his church. And I listen to this stuff. And I'm I'm thinking, I look at the condition of the world, the condition that America is in, and I see how they're trying to market, they're trying to market the gospel as life enhancement and make, oh, we're going to, we're going to have a, uh, we'll have a, uh, we're going to have a children's church and they'll all be getting hamburgers and hot dogs and, oh my God, I want to, I want to barf. Because see, they bring people to Christ under false Pretenses. Keep going. One of them's going to pop up there. One of them I've seen about 30 times. I just want to throw a rock through my TV every time I look at it. By the way, I don't watch TV. It's an advertisement. Anyway, it's, when you know, I'm not going to find one. Doesn't matter. Are you with me, friends? Are you with me? Then in the mess that we're in, we're still promoting life enhancement gospels. That's really what it's about. Come here and your life will be better. Come here and you'll feel better. Come here and you'll get rich. Come here. What? What? Right. Oh my God! Oh, well, he's going to. Oh, there'd be one. <laughs> oh, play that real quick, huh? Limited time offer here. Can do what medicine cannot do. Mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer back in 1981. There was no treatment that could be given her, but we learned that God can do what medicine cannot do. Now, 40-something years later, my mom's still healthy and whole. Man, you we have a new resource mask. called. Close down your church. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. The, the local guys. Just do it on your own. Local churches. Come here. Wow, wow, we're going to have this for the kids, and we're going to have this for you, and now we'll come, and we'll be a big family, and I, I just want to. You say, well, coach, they're just trying to lure people in. Well, why don't they scare them into the church? That might be a better one. Meet us Monday. Was that, what was that? Go back up there. What was that? What's this? I'm honored to be ministering at Camp Yeshua this year. Meet us Monday. Oh, okay. Cool. Go on. And can I say another thing? Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm on it now. You can all hate me all you want. I'm, I'm sick of these 30-something pastors. Are, are you looking at me? Anybody out there older than 30? You remember how little you knew when you were 30? Does anybody but me remember how blind you were at 30? And now we got guys 30 years old, puff, uh, uh, skinny jeans, moosed up hair, teaching us about life's lessons. Amen. What? Amen. They're marketers, right? They're marketers. And then, uh, yesterday, I'm uh, maybe it's just me with my hands. When I get on it, it's one after another after another. Amen. Come to our church this Sunday on Easter. Come, come learn about what Easter is about. Come, uh, oh. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking they they're not doing a damn. You you can get in that big sheep pen, and they won't do a damn thing about strengthening the things that remain. Isn't that what Dylan said? You know what Bob Dylan said? Saying strengthen the things that remain. They they got that 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 church full of two thousand people, and not a one of them will go to a school board meeting and try to stop uh, the grooming of children. Not a one of them. Not a one will stand up and speak out against homosexuality. Right? None. None. Why? Because the numbers will go down if they do that. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you the truth. Easter egg hunt. That's right, Susie. Come here. We'll have an Easter egg hunt. The church promoting Easter egg hunts. World Harvest Church, they drop them out of a helicopter. I'm not making it up. The world's going to hell. Come here. We're going to have an Easter egg gun. We'll jump the Easter eggs out of the helicopter. Your kids can catch them as they come down, right? Come on in, Jeff. Well, in Mount Vernon, we got five or six of them Nazarene churches. Just last week, as you come into downtown Mount Vernon, you know them billboards are like 800 bucks for one month. 
they put a big billboard up for Easter for the Nazarenes here in Mount Vernon. Come on over to our church. <sighs> well, what, uh, look, folks, I appreciate evangelism. I understand. But is it dishonest evangelism? Come here and we'll entertain you. And once we get you in here, then we might teach you the gospel. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody had their hand up and took it down. Okay, pull up uh, the void of moral authority in the U.S. Where is that? Where was that? I'm all over the place today. Next to the last thing. Next to the last thing on the list there. Jason, uh, Jason Powers writes about the devoid of moral authority. Remember we spoke yesterday about moral authority? Where does moral authority come from? When in, in these dark times we are led by a government that idols on crimes and sells hypocrisy written lies on policies that hamper the livelihoods of us all, the government is no longer capable of its necessary functions. Boy, I would teach that. The status of our institutions who participate in a political theater and bludgeons its opposition with threats, tantrums, and tumults to feed propagandize and mesmerize loyalists grows dimmer in prospects of saving each day. Hey, save the things that remain. Strengthen the things that remain, folks. The hardiness of the citizen has grown lax and sloppy without the stomach to hold its elected leaders to account for its treasonous crimes. I'm going to read that again, okay? The hardiness of the citizen has grown lax and sloppy and without the stomach to hold its elected leaders to account for treasonous crimes. By the way, I look over here, folks. This is where my screen is. I'm not, I'm not, I like to look at you when I talk to you. I'm reading. When, in summary, the agencies and courts of law are merely facades assisting their shams, their secrets, and their sins beyond the pale in humanity's history. The government's moral authority is obliterated, and it is time, long overdue, to destruct those with such lofty titles, sinecures, and stations beyond their lackluster abilities and obvious pathologies. Talking about those that we put into office, right, friends? I'm not going to read because there's nothing more boring than reading, but I'll put it in the chat. People provide the government's power to regulate its overall population through ceding part of their liberty through, though, through an accepted moral bargain, a stated constitution to keep treat peace between rival considerations. So we were talking about that yesterday, right? Where does moral authority come from? Can two walk together lest they agree? How can I walk in a church and sit next to a homosexual in church. How is that even possible? How is it even possible? And how do we get to the point where the government says they have the ability to come and steal from Betty Perkins and give it to somebody else? Now, if Betty Perkins wants to give it to somebody else, that's one thing. But for the church to come and take them, or I'm sorry, for the government to come and take the money and send it to the Ukraine, that is the most vile of all crimes. The most vile of all crimes. You with me? Anybody hearing me out there? And that's exactly what is going on. And it was not the way it was designed to be. So what do we have to do, Bob Dylan? We have to strengthen the things that remain. We have to go back and rebuild those old waste places. Is that in Isaiah? Is Where is that? Is it in Isaiah? Is that in Jeremiah? To restore, to rebuild the old waste places? We have to go back and dig down and rebuild the foundations. They've been destroyed. Psalm 11.3, if the righteous, no, no, Psalm 11.3 says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's not a throw up your hands. Oh, what are we going to do? It says the foundations are destroyed. What can we do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, I know. Let's drop a few eggs out of a helicopter. Right? Right? Doesn't take many. Sam Adams. Sam Adams. Pull it, look that. Look for that one for me if you can, real quick. See how good you are. Look for Sam Adams' quote: "Irate minority. Irate minority. Irate minority. Sam Adams. Irate minority. See what comes up. Huh? Samuel Adams' quote: "It does not take a majority to prevail. 
or rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Play that again, Sam. It does not take a majority to prevail. I was watching a video yesterday. Can somebody tell me, just off the top of your head, just a guess maybe, what percent of Americans are LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ? What percentage of Americans would it be? Two. Huh? Two percent? One. Less than one. Let's, let's, let's bend over backwards and say it's five. Five. Now, I want to ask you a question. How can those five percent be making all the rules? How? Well, I know how. Doesn't take a majority to prevail. Rather, an irate, tireless minority, keen on telling lies to people, so they believe it. Right? I, sometimes I feel like I just sing the same song over and over here, but I get frustrated. Because there's no reason we're losing. We have no reason to lose. Jack, come on in. Yeah, we won't even get a we way. won't even yeah. get a irate majority. <laughs> what if we did that? An irate majority. So no, you're not doing that to my kids anymore. No, you're not teaching them that crap. And no, you're not gonna murder them anymore. No. And who is that irate majority? It'd be the church. But the church told all love everybody. Love, love the get on the love boat. Who are you to judge? We can, we can stop it tomorrow. We can stop it tomorrow. It should have been over. It should have been over yesterday. Colonel, if you want to go back, go back to Colonel Crockett's uh, speech to Congress. That gives you, even all the way back then, Colonel Crockett was saying, hey, you can't take from them and give to them. You can give your stuff, but you can't give their stuff all the way back then. It's legalized thievery, folks. Taxation is legalized thievery. You understand that? Now, hang on. What did Bob Dylan say? Strengthen the things that remain. So we need to take an assessment of where we are and what do we have that we can strengthen. And upon that, build new foundations. Stand on those foundations and build again. But we'll never get it done if the attitude of the church is, we're about out of here. We're about out of here. No use fighting it. Devil's winning. No use fighting it. Go ahead, Dave and Joe. Yeah, sorry. Hey, I mean, it's really flipped my switch here this morning. Um you know, there's a self-righteous, pious spirit. And uh, as I find it amazing, we've listened to a song from Bob Dylan that's filled with truth. And now we start wondering, is he saved? Does he not save? <laughs> What's, you know, let me ask you right now. Somebody's at your front door breaking in your house. and You call the police department. You say, send only the saved police officers, please, because only they can bear good fruit. Oh, the fire department. When your house is on fire, you call the fire department and say, hey, please only send that save firemen because only they can bear good fruit. You see the self-righteous, pious attitude. When you call AAA, only send the Christian toll truck, please. Right? I'm, I'm just so sick at the self-righteous piousness. It just makes me sick. And if Bob Dylan, if he denounced his faith, he probably looked around and said, this is the kingdom of God. I don't want any part of it. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, oh, Lord, piety. I don't do, I don't do a show on piety. Amen. Joe Allen. Here's a small analysis. In the late 80s, we in, or in the beginning of the 80s, even in the 70s and 60s, we didn't have women on warships. Hmm. Now, in the late 80s, they started integrating them on warships. Now we're seeing possibility, if you're going through the change, you can go to a female boot camp and continue your service as a transvestite in the female military. Well, uh, strengthen the things that remain. Strengthen the things that remain. That's right. I just have to see in the comments there. Hang on a second. Randall said, should I seek biblical truth from Led Zeppelin? Well, if they have biblical truth, yeah. Hey, Randall, if they have biblical truth, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's go see the truth is the truth, brother. The truth is the truth. Doesn't matter who utters it. I, I can stand up. I can stand up and speak truth and not follow it. You understand that? Now, if they're, if they're telling me, follow me, I'm going to take you, I'm going to lead you to truth, and they're not leading you to truth, then get the hell away from Led Zeppelin. But if Led Zeppelin started singing a song about our desire to save unborn babies, I'm going to, I'm with Led Zeppelin, baby. I'm with them. Coach, can a corrupt tree really produce good fruit? No. No. But truth is truth. A corrupt tree can repeat truth. I'm not going to paint my face and become a follower of Led Zeppelin. But I think it goes back to what Dave was saying. Truth is truth. I've heard some of the most profound things come out of the mouths of people who are not saved. Why? Because it was truth. It's truth. We haven't, we haven't, we don't recognize it anymore. We don't recognize truth. We don't speak the truth. We don't stand up for the truth. That's why people are confused, in my opinion. George, come on in, then Clint. Didn't mean to attack you, Randall. I just know this. If you thought, if you said that, then other people think of truth. Go ahead, George. Yeah, Coach, talk about irate minority. I feel like an irate minority. The jab, chemtrails, killing babies, all of it. I wake up 3.30 in the morning every day to sharpen my axe, Coach. Amen. I'm ready, Amen. I'm ready to spread the, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I feel like that I write minority. Amen. That's what we got to do. We got to restore the things that remain. Clint, come on. By the way, yes, he used Balaam's ass. He used Balaam's ass. Yes, he did, Coach. He can use who he wants to. Um, <laughs> we got a church over in Hart County in Hartwell. I know the pastor. And, of course, last week they had a barbecue uh, cook-off. And uh, they're, they're going, you know, they're uh, having this big Easter uh, Easter egg hunt and, and all the things that go along with it. But in the same weekend, their town, Hartwell, Georgia, is having a drag show on Railroad Street. And, you know, while... While the drag queens are running around, we're teaching our kids to run around and hunt Easter eggs. It is absolutely sickening. <laughs> it, it is. Of course, we're. Of course, our church is going to be at the drag show, but uh, uh, we're not going to be participating in it. <laughs> oh, brother! Bless you, Clint. No wonder people get mad at me. Come on in, Dale. Help me out here, but save me. Well, amen, brother. You know, and it's not to beat up on anybody, but we were all one sinners, man. I was one of them rock and roll people, brother. Love the Led Zeppelin scene. And then God saved me, set me free, delivered me. Do you still still take counsel from Paul's letters to the church? And, you know, that guy that used to kill Christians, persecute Christians and put them in jail. Are you taking counsel from him? You mean that that once was it? What did he say he was? He was once what? The chief of all sinners, brother. Let me tell you what. The proof is always in the heart of the pudding. You don't have to be a, my twin to be my brother. We got we got to realize that the enemy the enemy advances their kingdom. They, hey, listen, man. If you can help them advance their kingdom, they're with you, right? Now, I don't want anybody to ever think that I want to lock arms with the wicked. But truth is truth. It's truth is truth. Jack. Yeah, real quick, that, that tree, that tree, that corrupt tree that can't produce good fruit, but it does provide shade and a place for us to meet. Mm-hmm. Or it does speak truth. It's the truth that sets us free, not the one speaking the truth. Right? If, I, if if, if uh, uh, George Harrison, I think he's dead, Paul McCartney stood before me today and said to me, hey, uh, listen, I'm not really a believer, but I can tell you this. Stay away from that transcendental meditation. Hey, I'd listen to him. That's truth. That's truth. We have to be able to pick it out pockets of truth and promote the truth wherever we see it. That's the way I see it. Because Led Zeppelin has an audience I certainly don't have. That's pretty easy to understand. But if Led Zeppelin came out today and was anti-child trafficking, I'd I'd, I'd stand with Led Zeppelin. I'd stand, there's, I'd a stand certain, 
There's a stairway to heaven and a highway to hell, brother. <laughs> oh, stairway to heaven. Amen, dude. My recommend. I look, I'm not trying to make I'm not trying to make enemies. Randall, I'm not mad at you. God bless you, man, for what you said. I, I get it. A bad a ba- the Bible says that a bad tree cannot give forth good fruit. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But truth is truth, no matter who speaks it. Myra. Can't hear you, Myra. Yes, Coach. Thank you. Um, I am in my phone. Um, I just want to thank the Lord Jesus for the prayers and sisters in the house. Uh, Greg Nichols came to my house to pick me up so I can go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, so praise the Lord. I sent her a brother 2-7. Amen, Myra. Sorry we couldn't hear any of that. You were choppy. Thanks, though. I know it was good. Mark Trump, come on in. So Jesus saw truth in us, coach. He didn't avoid us because without him, there was no truth in us. Before we knew truth, he believed in us. So when we look at truth in others, you know, we want to lead them to Christ. We want to show them the way. But that doesn't mean that they don't have truths that we can learn from as we walk beside them we and we don't avoid them jesus didn't avoid us how much untruth did he deal with the disciples even after he died mm. you know peter lied to him and said i i'm not, i'll never forsake you master yep. right amen amen so amen. i i think we gotta pull truth know truth seek truth Lead others to truth. It's all about truth, Coach. Amen. It's all about the truth. And please understand this. Understand this, folks. There are different levels. There are different levels to faith. I hate to tell you this. There are different levels to truth. And, And so truth has been poisoned down by the likes of Oprah Winfrey, who tell people about their truth, your truth, as if, Truth can be selective, right? And it doesn't matter whose mouth it comes out of. The truth is the truth. It is the truth. And I think we would all probably be shocked if we were to take, excuse me, take testimony time to talk about what, you want me to talk about what I came out of? You want me to, what I came out of? And the fact that I came out of some of those things because just of little nuggets of truth that came from people, I didn't even know it was the gospel. I didn't even know it was the gospel. But it was a nugget of truth. I couldn't get away from it. I said, wow, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So pick your local rock, whoever your uh, favorite rock star was. If they came out and they started talking about the, the life of the preborn and the need to, to uh, keep them safe, it's truth. Are they saved as a result of it? No, they're not saved of it. But I'd sure welcome them to come and start singing songs about protecting the preborn. Anybody with me on that? So uh, the Lord uses people in different ways to expand his gospel by, sh- by, sharing, by sharing the truth of it. Sharing the truth of it. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, again, they call it pious. Pious being, meaning simply this. Um, I hear this a lot. Coach Dave, I like what you do. I just don't like the way you say it. You with me? Are you with me? It doesn't, it doesn't fit the traditional standard of the way we do church or the way Christians would speak. So I like, Coach, I like what you say. I just don't like the way you say it. Or I like the way what you do, Coach, but I don't like the way you do it. Huh? It's only the truth that sets it free, sets us free. As Chad would say, nobody wants to order from a pizza guy who pulls into your yard on his delivery and does a donut in your yard. And no matter how good the pizza is, the delivery does matter. I get it. It does matter. But the truth is the truth. No matter who speaks it, the truth is the truth. 
and uh, that's where the battle rise. What did what did Bob Dylan say? Uh, strengthen the things that remain. That's what we got to do. Strengthen the things that remain, right? Oh man, blessings. Hey, share share with if you will share about this weekend with others. They can get to live streaming. I think it can become a great evangelistic tool that you can use if you have it. You can share. I don't care who you share with. If you get the link, share with whoever you want to. Our job is to guide people to the truth. Amen. See you tomorrow.